0: Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week we continue learning Hodot Halevavot, Duties of the Heart, by Rabbi Baia Ibn Pakuda, and we're in the chapter of the of uh, the Gate of Trust of Pitahon. And last week we were talking about about our reward in the world to come, and we were saying. Rabbi Pakuda was teaching us that really we don't really know what our reward is gonna be in the world to come, because we don't know what the world to come is. We have no idea what it means to be a spiritual being. We know what it means to be a physical being. But to be a spiritual being living in a spiritual realm we have no idea what a spiritual being really enjoys. So we don't know what the reward is gonna be in the world to come. Today what he's teaching us here is that none of us in absolute terms can claim that reward solely on the basis of the good good things we have done in this world. If a person has indeed lived in an exemplary life, Hashem offers a reward only if two, if two conditions are met. So... <clears throat> The first is that you reached out and inspired other people, that you have to be an inspiration to other people, that you are a role model in this world, that when people look up to you, they're instantly connected to Hashem. Because when a person lives righteously, godly, in a godly, holy way, this is a revelation of Hashem in this world. So we see here that that is what we find in Daniel. Those who inspire others to do good are like stars forever after so and also in Michele those who oppose evil will be pleasant and blessings of good will come to them so it's important to understand that we don't live for ourselves that we are all here to inspire each other to help each other to to give a hand to someone else eh, to see what they how they should be how they should believe how they should live you know it's very important to understand that you're not here only for yourself that you you have an impact in the world around you you do I remember many years ago when I used to live in Florida there's a, a nice seminary there for girls Jewish girls and uh, it's in Hallandale Beach Boulevard and I remember I I used to teach these girls art class and when they used to come every year, the new girls, I would tell them, like girls, you're walking down the streets in Hallandale Beach Boulevard in Florida and you don't realize the impact you have on the people that see you. You know, in, in Florida, people don't wear a lot of clothes. It's very hot and people are very light, lightly dressed. And these girls, you know, it could be 100 degrees one day and they were wearing, they were dressed modestly, it's nude, the, 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 the neck was covered, the elbows are covered, the knees are covered, you know, and they're walking down the street and they look regal. they look like, like ladies. And and this creates an impact on the girls in the community that are not there yet, that are walking down the street or driving their cars and they're seeing these girls, and it does create an effect. So this is what Rabbi Pakuda's telling us, that in order for us to be meritorious to receive reward in the world to come, we have to not only do goodness in the world, but we have to inspire others to also do goodness. So three factors have to be present for this condition to be achieved. The first is your own goodness as well as the goodness you inspired in others. The second is the sincerity of your belief that you have to be true to what you do. You know, many people think one way, act another way. Here, what Rabbi Pakuda is telling us is... Mean what you say and say what you mean. Show what walk the talk. Like what you're saying. Like be that. And so and the third is the struggles you endure to become a good person. So everybody struggles. Everybody has a yetzer Everybody has a, an inclination that tries to pull him the other way. Nobody is exempt from this. We're all struggling. We're all trying. We're all battling. This is uh, our life mission. And, and 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 the truth the truth is. That, that the important thing is that we are struggling and you know there's people who see this when you're vulnerable to others you make yourself vulnerable you're not such a perfect person and the other people see you and they say you know what if she can do it maybe I can do it too so the second condition that secures you the reward of heaven is simply Hashem's kindness without His kindness we would never be given this gift Uh, as you cannot really do anything in this world to justify the magnitude of the reward in the world to come in any case this is what is meant in the verse kindness belongs to you Hashem for you repay a person for his good deeds why in fact do none of us in absolute terms deserve Olamaba solely on the basis of the good things we have done in this world so what he's saying is that just being kind, good, and, 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 and a righteous person is not enough to secure our place in Olam We need to have Hashem help us. We need His hand. We need His help. So Hashem assists you on every occasion to fight and conquer your yetzerara Who do you think gives you the strength to be able to not say what you shouldn't be saying? Who do you think gives you the strength to give that sedaka money? Who do you think gives you the strength to contain yourself from anger. Hashem, he's the one, the way you wanna go, Hashem will will help you go in that way. So we see here that another example would be when you choose to give money to tzedakah, very beautiful, you you have free will, you made money, and you decide you're gonna give 10% to tzedakah, okay. Wonderful, but in reality, who made you earn the money in the first place? It's Hashem. So what what he's saying here is that the greatest good Hashem gives you through your life is the ability to learn Torah and do mitzvot, and the good things that come your way in your life are only given to you to allow you to carry out those mitzvot and the reward of even one mitzvah is infinite and incalculable. It has no no, no margin, it's incalculable. How then could anything we did facilitate and assist by Hashem be comparable to the infinite reward containing only one of the things He has done for us? So we have to acknowledge that really everything we, we attain in our lives in this life and in the world to come really comes from Him so this leads us to the inevitable conclusion that any reward that Hashem gives you or me or anybody else in this world it is given solely from His kindness it comes from His kindness and on the other hand punishment in this world or the next is calculated according to what a person has actually done and deserves. Still even then Hashem shows him his kindness. So the idea of Hashem punishing a person is often misunderstood. We think that it's punishment, like it's revenge from God, that he's angry at us and he's revengeful, he's taking that bat out and he's hitting us and in reality that's not the truth. This is not how Hashem operates. He's even in punishing us there is kindness in him so the Talmud says that anyone who thinks that Hashem will turn a blind eye to his misdeeds is fundamentally wrong when we do a virus when we sin when we do sinful things and hurt other people we are in reality hurting ourselves too at the same time so that's why Hashem has to punish us because he's trying to correct us he's trying to not hurt ourselves this is you know I read a beautiful Um, saying today that Hashem breaks us so, so we can so he can save our neshama so he can save our soul sometimes we have to go through very hard things in our lives but in reality if we didn't go through that then our soul would be lost and he does it for our own kindness so when a patient wakes up after an operation To remove a tumor, this says Rabbi Pakuda, there are four words he wants to hear from the doctor. He wants the doctor to say, I got it all. This is what this patient wants to hear. Like, he took everything out and it's gone and I don't have to do anything more and it's not going to come back. So if he didn't, the disease will not be cured. He would have to go through tremendous treatments and he would have to go through more surgeries and he would have to be praying that he wouldn't come back Uh, obviously if there is no lingering disease there is no need for the surgeon to do anything more so there are by the way many cases in medical literature of, uh, of this disease that is spontaneously it disappears like a miracle happens and suddenly they take another plague and there's nothing there obviously when that happens there is nothing for the doctors to do so Hashem is patient hoping we will change our behavior without his intervention so what we see as punishment is really him intervening to try to make us do Teshuva and get it all out this is the whole the whole uh, idea of punishment so this is what David uh, the King David David Hamelech wrote kindness belongs to you Hashem for you repay a person for his good deeds and he is merciful forgiving sin and not destroying so I want to wish you a blessed week I leave you here and remember live a little higher thank you